This podcast is not meant to be informative or educational and has the potential to be completely irrelevant. This is Property Jam. Welcome to Property Jam, where we talk about everything on the human side of property. Yeah, you did it. I did it, thank you. you. Well done. About time. Um, <laughs> and welcome to those that are watching us live on uh, Instagram today. Uh, we've done see a l- some messages popping up there. Hello. Oh, we have. Hello, live live. people. I Hello. can't actually read it from here. I'm going to have to, I have to dip Getting in. Getting old, mate. Need glasses. What's it say? What's it say? Hello. Hello. Um, Hello. I'll add one other person sent you a request to be in your live video. I don't think so. Don't let him in. <laughs> Not a hope in hell. <laughs> ah, these, these, these are these are people that are that are waving to us. Okay. So, Hi. Uh, hello. Okay. So um, let's come back to the podcast mm. element. So we're doing our very first live uh, feed on Instagram as we're recording. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's not going to be out live uh, on exciting. Property Jam at Property Jam Podcast. Just saying. And then you can have a chat with Joe. Mm. She does an amazing job of looking after our socials. Oh, I love talking to our property jammers. I'm having the best chats at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't involve you guys. No, obviously, obviously not. <laughs> uh, so we're doing that live. So we're going to have the first 10 minutes or so going out live over Instagram. And we'll probably do this uh, every time we get together and record. Yeah. We get mm-hmm. together probably once every four to six weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll do it live. And then so you get to see a little bit behind the scenes of how it all works. Mm, and the chaos and the madness and the total irrelevance of it all. Pretty much. Yeah. Fab. Indeed. So, what are we talking about? After, well, yeah, that's a great <laughs> point. <laughs> What's this podcast this episode about? This, this one is. Sorry, Niall, you go. No, no, it's fine. I'll just keep quiet over here. <laughs> I've already trumped you on the intros. <laughs> you need to speak. We've done enough. <laughs> what are we talking about? Oh, yeah, back to work. Oh, it's 2020, yeah. and it is. Well, we're recording on the seventh, so Tuesday the seventh, and everyone was back to work. Most people were back to work yesterday, weren't mm. they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, so that back to work Monday blues, blues. that new decade. Yeah, of everyone work. talks about the January blues, mm-hmm. don't they? Yep. Mm-hmm. The January and the Monday and the new decade blues. Yeah. Mm. It's a funny thing, though, isn't it? Because back to work can mean different things to different people depending on what it is you do, whether you've still got a nine to five job whilst you're investing or whether investing is what you do and you're mm-hmm. going back to a project that had to kind of lay dormant over the Christmas period. Yeah. What does it mean for different people? Yeah. What does it mean for you, Niall? For me? Well, actually, this year I took some time off. I don't normally take a lot of time off in between Christmas and New Year. But this time I did, mm. and it was quite nice. Mm. Uh, but I'm, I was quite happy to get back into work yesterday. Um, I kind of went back, did a little bit last week, um, checking emails and keeping on top of stuff. But no one else was working, so there wasn't enough a lot that I could do. Mm. It's quite nice, though, to be able to get on top. Oh, Sorry, <clears> what now? <throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> <clears throat> Yeah, quite nice to be able to get back on top of emails. Yes. Uh, whilst no one responding to you. So you can actually get through your list. Yeah. Um, although I did not do that. But no. <laughs> no. What did you do? Uh, I was doing some other stuff instead. <laughs> like writing a book. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. But no, I, I was quite, I quite enjoyed the, the break. Um, and I was quite happy to go back yesterday. Even though 
when I started emailing people and calling people because it was their first day back, <laughs> nobody's responding to me. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> they're all trying to catch up with their emails. Yeah. <laughs> it is the catch up day, isn't it? Because technically, I think everyone went officially back to work on the second, but most people take it off as leave, right? And then start properly so. on the yeah. Monday. Yeah, right? most people just start on the Monday and yeah. the week. Yeah. 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 Um, so I think the reason why we're talking about this, because this is property jam, you know, yes, it is irrelevant. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, a lot of people have been on social media talking about going back to work whilst getting in property. So they may have started in property or been in a couple of years and have still got that day job. So how do they feel mm-hmm. about going back to work? It's been an interesting one for, for those guys who are out there as well mm. who are watching us uh, and listening on the podcast uh, to actually let us know, you know, are you full-time in property? Are you still working? Do you like that you're still working or do you wish you could just sack it in tomorrow? Yep. Yeah. Because there's been a lot of mixed social media posts. Some people are just like, oh, back to the crime. Can't wait till I actually quit my job and I can just do property full-time. Other people going, oh my God, can't wait to get back into it, you know, blah, blah, blah. And other people just focusing on the property project that they have yeah. to get back into. Um, yeah. Mm. Um, but I suppose, shall we take you know, look, look at our take on it? Because that's generally what we do. Yeah. And then go from there. Yeah. yeah. So do any of us still work in a full-time job? No. No. Oh, thank no. God. <laughs> I went skiing yesterday. That was my day. Oh, how lovely. <laughs> we are in Brighton, by the way. We haven't gone to the slopes just yet. Brighton Mountain. Mount Brighton I went to. <laughs> Mount Brighton. No, I was in, I was in Hemel Hempstead um, uh, Snow Centre with another property investor, actually, mm-hmm. just taking what should have been my first day back at work. <laughs> Going up and down a ski slope. So no, I definitely don't work full time. No, 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 you do not. <laughs> no, I uh, I spent yesterday on a train, travelling back from my Christmas break in uh, in Devon, mm-hmm. um, to head back to Brighton now, um, which is where we are, obviously. Uh, so yes, I do not work full time for a job. Obviously, I well, I do have a full time job. It's it's property, it's training, it's um, music, it's all of the above. It's in, impending fatherhood. And yeah. All of that. Big news. I know. I realised that we've recorded these episodes out of sync. So people are going to listen to this going, oh, that's big news. And then we also announce it in next week's episode as well, <laughs> because we've already recorded it. <laughs> so double congratulations. Yes. <laughs> he just loves the love. Well, hang on. Hey, why don't we make this one about um, being engaged? What? Yeah. I haven't even told some people. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, well, the, you have now, so listen, live has been announced. So double congratulations. Right, I need to get on the phone to quite a few people yep, now. Yep, okay. Yep. Although I think you're overestimating how many people are actually listening to this. So. I was going to say people signed on and then they went back to work because hmm. we've got very few people still listening. In fact... Hundreds. It's your husband. Oh, hi, Alan. Ah... Uh... He says he can't hear you. Oh. I'm not going to touch it as it's going to fall over. Yeah. <laughs> and, but yeah, so um, we yeah, very much um, looking forward to obviously having a little baby. Yeah. Getting married at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dear. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, all very exciting times. So um, that's irrelevant. Let's get back to talking about going back to work. Yeah. And mm. what 2020 brings for a lot of people. And yeah, so w- we were talking about we'll us. We talk about us, yeah. Yes. yeah. yeah. Joe, you're going off, off on a tangent there. Sorry, got quite excited. So for me yesterday, what I did yesterday, I did a little bit of work from home in the morning, mm-hmm. went and met uh, a guy in the afternoon for coffee who 
is interested in what we do, maybe become a potential investor or something. Does he know, does he know that yet? Yes. He does? Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we just, we spent about an hour or two talking about investment and mindset and stuff like that. Awesome. And then I went to a property networking event last night. So I can't really say that was a full day's work, but that's what my days look like. Yeah. So it's not going to the office nine to five or sitting in front of my laptop all day every day because that would really drive me mad. Well, you kind of tried that and hated it, right? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, that goes back a few years into when we were all starting in property and when we had other jobs, other incomes, etc. So, Joe, mm. tell us about your transition mm. from previous life into current life. <laughs> Sounds like I've been resurrected. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, Okay. <clears throat> or before we do that, mm. I think we might sign off from oh, yeah. Life, yeah. yeah, and then we'll get into that. Yeah. So uh, thank you for those of us who uh, were watching because they've all gone bye bye now. Bye-bye. And uh, <laughs> well, you can watch the repeat. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, and we're going to continue recording. Okay. So my tra- my transition to my resurrection. Right. I I was working in a university as I think we've covered on a previous episode. And what having sort of gone to a, a three-day investing workshop and learning about what property could do for me, I suddenly had to think seriously about what it is I should be doing with my time. So I have always been passionate about finding the thing that, um, what's the word? Makes my heart sing. Yeah, and doing what I was doing in the university definitely wasn't doing it. I hated the nine to five format. I absolutely hated it. It doesn't suit me. It doesn't suit my brain. And so for me, the transition uh, was a an enlightenment of purpose, but also property, as in profit. So I wanted to, property allowed me to follow a teaching vocation and a speaking vocation, which is something that I'm very much active in. And that awakened something very meaningful in me as to what I'm supposed to be doing with my life and if I could make money out of that as well then all the better um that the purpose behind that being able to kind of help other people realize what property can do for them and then on the other side of it was the passive income and the profit that came from property which um did allow me to um give up my day job if I wanted to so the property doesn't necessarily have to make your heart sing either does it no just a means to an end absolutely um although saying that i think i was quite surprised by the love of certain not all aspects of property that it did awaken inside me i didn't expect to love certain parts of it as much as i did for me it was a means to an end but yeah. then it evolved into something else does that make sense yeah which agree. we're going to cover on yeah. another episode aren't we and um, the bits that we like the bits that we don't like the bits that we're good at yeah um so yeah so it it just meant that nine to five routine suddenly disappeared, which is what I needed because what I needed more than anything else was time, time to spend with my family, the older my parents were getting, the more uh, my brother's needs were increasing, he's disabled. So it was just, yeah, it was, it all made sense. And it happened at exactly the time I needed it to happen because I was looking for it. I needed Mm -hmm. a change. Um, But I guess in the initial stages, you wouldn't have had a lot of time. No. And Oh my goodness, investing in property whilst you're working, for anyone who's doing it out there, I get it, it's hard. Yeah. Um, I do have quite little patience with it, I don't know about you guys, when people say, oh, I don't have the time. Yeah, Yeah, I think that's true, because if you, don't, if you say you don't have the time, or you believe you don't have the time, it then just you means you haven't prioritised it yeah. enough in your life, yeah. you don't see the value enough in that, yeah. um, because, uh, and I know there'll be some people now listening to this, shouting at the 
screen or listening and going, you're talking nonsense because I have no time. And I, and I, I know that and I'm going to anger some people. However... You do that a lot, it's fine. <laughs> however, unfortunately, it is true. If you don't like hearing that, um, you just reassess where your priorities are because it's the same... Uh, I've said it before, so do, be, becoming a property investor doesn't require... 10 hours a day. It doesn't require seven hours a day. It's not a full-time job. No. The reason why Niall and I are so busy is because we run about eight businesses. It's not just one business that mm. we're running. Mm. Um, so we're spending a bit of time on each of them every day or throughout the week. But when you're starting out, you're doing two, three, four projects. You know, that is very manageable on you know, doing a day job. Because even if you just do half an hour a day of property-related work, you will get there. Mm. It's like yeah. I always used to say to my piano students, if you practice for 15 minutes every day and you play every day, you will be able to play the piano. That's yeah. probably why I only got to grade four. <laughs> <laughs> so so it's, it's really key. So if you can't find half an hour in your day, I don't believe that no one, I just say this right around, I believe that everyone can find half an hour a day just by changing what they do slightly, by not watching EastEnders. There's, there's your half an hour. Mm-hmm. By getting up half an hour earlier or mm. staying half an hour later. And uh, in fact, I was um, uh, chatting with someone on LinkedIn mm. this morning about procrastination and, and putting things off and uh, this thing, oh, I'll get around to it tomorrow because mm. tomorrow never comes, does it? Mm-hmm. Very good point, yeah. And I've got this, this thing that um, uh, Lara says to me, is that future Matt will thank you, or future Matt will thank me. And uh, when, what I mean by that is if you say so the washing up is sitting there going, oh, I'll just do it tomorrow. Actually, it turns out Niall did it for you earlier on. <laughs> he did. This is true. This is why I come round to visit Matt, just to do the dishes. <laughs> if you sit there <laughs> and go, oh, I'll just do it tomorrow, and then you wake up in the morning and your kitchen's a mess, you, you, you say, oh, I wish I'd done it last night, don't you? Yeah. 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 So just remember that when you're sitting there going, well, how long is this washing up really going to take? It's going to take five minutes. Future Matt will thank me by having done it. And you wake up in the morning and think, I'm so glad I did it last night. Same in property. If you do that half an hour of, sorry, I'm, 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 I, I'm I feel like he's now. on one. He's, I on think one. He's, he's off on a tangent. He's, he's yeah. really off on one. On, on the flip side, I, I can relate to, to that, to the procrastination oh, and so to being so. too busy and not having enough time mm. and finding all the excuses under the sun. Is this why you're not, not doing anything? <laughs> oh, wow. Come on. So hang on a minute. You wash his frying pan and that's then the I thank you get? <laughs> <laughs> Last time I'll do that, eh? Yeah, get me. Um, but no, but seriously, though, it's... it's thank um, you. Thank you for doing the frying pan. Mm-hmm. You're very Please welcome. Please mm-hmm. You're very welcome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, before, before I started in property, and even after I started initially, um, I did find it a bit difficult to um, prioritise property and to find the time to do it or to allocate the time to do it not mm. to find the time um because i was working in the city I don't have children but working in the city in a busy job um as a contractor and you're in the office a lot and if you're not in the office you're commuting between the office and home so by the time you get home all you want to do is just sit down and veg out in front of the tv um so it is difficult finding that extra time but I did, um, and thankfully I did, because then after a year and a bit, I was able to get rid of the day job. What did that finding the extra time look like? Like, how did you do it? Um, on the commute to work. 
Oh, okay. So you Reading use like transitional. A, yeah. I call that transitional time. Yeah. So just using that time to to listen to a podcast, to read a book, to do some research, reply uh, to emails, re- reply to occasional emails. Yeah. Um, if I did need to make any phone calls, I would do that in my lunch break, mm. um, or in the morning break or whatever. Um, you know, there, there is You've always got a morning time. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you're at school. I know, yeah. isn't it? Well, I was just about to say that because I I lived. Well, I worked in the public sector. And for anyone who works in the public sector, you do, not always, but I think it's fair to say that there's quite a lot of flexibility. And so I had often a lot of time when Mm -hmm. it was that that kind of job was very much peaks and troughs. And when it was sort of in the not so busy periods, I would use that time for property. Like I would be on my work computer, like Mm -hmm. doing property related stuff because I had to. Um, you know, yeah, full disclosure. Um, don't just sit there and think, oh God, downtime at work, I can chill out or just go and chat to someone in the kitchen or whatever. No, what what could you use that time for relating to the bit, the hustle that you got building in the background? Yeah, be Your busy now so you don't have to be busy later. Yeah, right? definitely. Future Matt will thank me. F- future Matt will thank everyone and all of us, <laughs> just not for washing up being just not done. For washing up. Future you will thank you. Future you That's will thank you. Future yeah. you will thank you. Yeah. And I think it, one of my favourite quotes is if, you, is if you want to do it, you'll find a way. If you don't, you'll find an excuse. Yeah. Who said that? No, I just did. Me? I'm that may brilliant. have been Tom, Tom oh, what do you call him, Henry Ford? Every time we say a quote, you say it's Henry Ford. Because eventually I'm going to get it right. And I, actually, I think this one might have been his, if, if one of you wanted to Google it. I'm what on my it? phone. What was it? Uh, was it again? If you want to do it, you'll find a way. If you don't, you'll find an excuse. You might be right. Was it Napoleon Hill? If you want to do it, that's a song by the Moon Shoes. <laughs> it's a classic. <laughs> I know them well. <laughs> the Moon Shoes. What a name for a band. Uh, but I pre- it's definitely not Ford. Who oh. is it? I knew it wasn't. Have a, have a second guess. Napoleon Hill? Have a third guess. Oh, God, I'll be here all day. Uh, I'll let Wayne Dyer. No, I'm a fourth guy. <laughs> Who is it? You're, you're more along the rain, right lines of Wayne Dyer than you are with the others. Oh. Probably more of a contemporary of Wayne Dyer. Tony Roberts? No, he's still alive. Oh, 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 Got oh. It? Got it? Yeah. Um, oh, ah. oh, my God. I, I know. Um, Jim, Jim Rohn. Jim, Jim Rohn. Rohn. Thank yeah. you. Oh, my God. I can see his, I can see his name on a, on a screen. I can see it. Jim Rohn. Yeah, was, okay. Jim Rohn, yes. Yeah. So there we are. Well, thank you, Jim Rohn, for that. I got quite excited. It is my favourite quote. <laughs> you, you did, you did. I was so excited. I'm, I'm I knew just looking at the levels. I think you've broken the computer. You've broken the microphone. The microphone's gone. <laughs> so we need to send a disclaimer. Remember when you, when you when uh, you laugh, you've got to move away from the microphone. <laughs> I did. <laughs> just not very successfully. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, so where were we? Uh, we were d- finding so, excuses. So, so um, Henry yeah, Ford. <clears throat> and Henry Ford. It's not Henry Ford. That's right. Henry Rohn. Henry Rohn. Jim Ford. Jim Ford. I believe it was Jim Ford that said. <laughs> yes. Right. Yeah. No. But you're right. It's it's um it's procrastination yeah, and fa- yeah, but no, but my lover. Um, it's all just excuses, isn't it? Um, mm-hmm. I I I think it's a, a little bit preachy of us to sit there and I go. Know. You I, know. Actually, we should have the preachy alarm. 
yeah. it was a bit pre- we, we we ventured into preachy didn't we, we? Did. because yeah, sorry oh, Jesus, that. we've all been there you know when you first start out and you're busy and you've got other commitments whether it's work or whether it's family or social commitments and all of a sudden you know you're you're trying to find time during what's already a busy day to yeah. commit to building a serious business that if you drop the ball can have massive implications and, and to, be, to be fair as well at the very very beginning before you've actually seen any results there's no proof that it actually works until True. you've actually done it for yourself and you're yeah. freaking out the whole time you're doing yeah. it yeah so you're oh thinking i'm goodness. giving up my free time and i'm wasting I'm not wasting but i'm I'm giving time away that I could be with the kids yeah. or I could be with my friends or yeah. I could be watching Coronation Street or whatever. And they're already having like, you know, a bit of a whinge in the background going, oh, you're not, you know, you're always busy or, you know, um, oh, how do you know this property stuff's going to work or, you know, it better pay off. And you're like, yeah. oh my God. <laughs> pressure much. Yeah. Because yeah. you're already putting pressure on yourself, especially with the first one. Um, and actually, I think you have to spend more time with your first project anyway, because you're learning as you go. Yeah. You, you know, you're kind of learning on the job. So there's already the doubt, there's already the anxiety, there's already the, ah. Well, you learn you know. on every project you do, but the first one, the yeah, fundamentals the one, that it? you learn are transferable. Yeah. And then takes time to learn, which is added time on top of what's already adding to your <laughs> time right. commitment. So, um, yeah, I, I think I just used to, whatever downtime I could, but also um, I would do a, a like a, a year planner. So I would sort of try and schedule it into at least once a quarter I'd be visiting property oh I did not do that I had to I had to and then that evolved that changed once I had deals under my belt and then I was having to kind of factor in my visits for site visits as opposed to looking for more I can can definitely see the benefits of it but for me for my personality style I wouldn't just didn't suit you yeah it didn't suit me no Yeah, I think because I, I'm just going to totally big myself up here. I had quite a big social calendar. So, um, yeah, I had to kind you of have let... quite a big social calendar. I'm always I'm busy. Always on, whenever I see you on Instagram, you're always out with a with a wig on this day <laughs> yes. and with a, with a different person that day, with family yeah. another day. I was like, oh, my goodness. I know, I do a lot. So it's the most social butterfly ever. I do. I, your whole flat just shook. No, Why? That, that, that was me. I'm sorry. I'm... <laughs> You're groundbreaking. <laughs> I'm groundbreaking. I, sh- I shook the table by mistake. Was that you? Yeah. Pro- property Jam, the groundbreaking, <laughs> the groundbreaking podcast. Like literally, I thought we're like Hove was getting like earthquakes or something. I was like, what's going on? Um, yeah, no, I do. I've, I'm very busy. I've got lots of friends, and you know, I've got lots of commitments, and so being a bit more organised with my time was was quite helpful um, mm-hmm. when I was doing stuff. Um, yeah. Nice. Thank you. Thank you. What about you? Yeah, you haven't said a lot. What about me? Yeah. Other so than were you a in a full-time job? So slightly different. I had my own business, mm. but it was a full-time own business. Mm-hmm. Uh, so as a piano teacher, I mean, we already talked about my piano students, and I think we've mentioned it a few times in previous episodes. Yeah, we're so, so bored of this topic, oh, Harry. I know. Always banging on So I had this. that music school and uh, the Tame Institute of Music in South Oxfordshire, uh, and I had that for a few years, and I was teaching a lot. I was teaching probably five or six days a week, um, one-on-one lessons from about two, three o'clock in the afternoon through to nine, ten o'clock at night, mm. pretty much without a break. I never really scheduled breaks into my schedule. I would hope that somebody wouldn't turn up and that would be my break. <laughs> <laughs> Fingers crossed no business. <laughs> oh, no, they get charged because they, uh, they say cancel on the day. Oh, I see. Cancel on the day and then I can eat. Yeah, exactly. So, wow. yeah. And then you just power through. Um, so big lunch and it wasn't the same every day some days you you'd, you'd have the odd break here or there because someone was on holiday and mm. um, but yeah so it was uh that so i was working and then came across property 
and then was doing it. I obviously had my mornings free, so I had a bit of time there. Did you use it though? When you asked me, I, I couldn't say that I did. I think I was probably more focused on the music business or, or having that morning as downtime, going to the gym. So how did you do it then? We, I, I remember doing it on the weekends. Right. Um, I, I can't remember exactly where I found the time, but I knew that most of it was done on viewings uh, on the weekend. Yeah. So um, I would go up from Oxfordshire to, to Warrington where we had our first few properties and my, my parents lived. So I'd go up to there probably every three or four weeks, stay with them and then go view properties. Mm-hmm. And it didn't take long to find the first ones. That's why I think it didn't feel like a big struggle mm-hmm. to, to fit it in alongside of a, a job because we did find it quite quickly. And also because I had a music school, I'd also leveraged uh, my time. So actually that's what I was doing in the morning. I was doing admin with the other teachers that were teaching for Yawn. me um, and um, you know, doing emails, bookings, and it was just a constant booking and cancellations and making payments and invoicing and reconciliation and um, just, just like any, any business really, but doing it all myself. Yeah. Um, so that took up a lot of time. But yeah, it was on the weekends and we found the first couple of properties relatively quickly um, when we started looking mm. and just got cracking on those. Mm. And then those those two worked really well. And but your I, intention was always to kind of get as much property off the ground as soon as possible so that you could move on from the school, basically, wasn't it? That was yeah, it the, was the idea. So the, the school for me became a little bit of a millstone around my mm. neck because it would run really smoothly for quite a few months. And all Is of a sudden... Is it not milestone? No. I think it's millstone. Millstone? Well, what's a, what is a milestone? Mile? I have no idea. I don't know what either of them think, are. So. A millstone is a stone soon. which mills flour. So, you know, you have the stones. And a millstone is a big mm-hmm. piece of stone, which is heavy. And it All stones are heavy, surely. I'm Googling it. Don't worry. Millstone. <laughs> oh. If I'm wrong, I am going <laughs> to... Hang on. Millstones or millstones are stones used in grist mills for grinding wheat or other grains millstones come in pairs thank you okay. one on top of the other to grind yeah but i'm, I'm not i'm not um doubting that the word exists i'm just saying yeah. that that's the right term oh millstone round your neck hang on yeah that's what okay yeah. that's what you that's where you're going that's where i'm going yeah yeah okay yeah carry on there's something carry else on. you say that makes millstone me or milestone what you oh, sorry, whatever was yeah, round yeah. your neck yeah <laughs> Uh, yes, so I felt like it was a bit of a weight around my neck, a bit of a heavy <laughs> Whether necktie. that was a millstone or a milestone. <laughs> or a... Um, millstone. He's right. Isn't that annoying when it he's right? It is very annoying. Although I did think he was right. Let's just fair. put this on the long finger, shall we? Yeah. <laughs> What's a long there finger? There it is. This is one of the things that Niall always says. Put it on the long finger. That's what is that? Thank you. Procrastinate. Put it, put it till later on so the that, long that, finger. So and this is what Niall always says. the furthest thing away from you. What? The long finger. Okay, mixed messages. First of all, I've never heard you say this. Yes, you have, because we said it on the podcast at one time. Did we? Well, we have now. So put it on the long finger means put it on the back burner, Mm -hmm. leave it till later. Mm -hmm. Is that an Irish thing? Maybe it's an Irish thing. It must be, because I don't know if I've heard that. Have you heard that before? Uh, Not before Niall, no. Okay. Love it. Before Niall became a milestone around Put it on the long finger. (laughs) 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 Okay, millstone round your neck, business, carry on. Um, 
Yeah, because it would run really smoothly for a long period of time. And all of a sudden, something would go wrong. You'd have a teacher off ill or a teacher would leave. And then all of a sudden, you had to go and find either another teacher or a replacement or you'd suddenly mm. lose that income because your teacher's sick and you can't teach them. And yeah. So it was um, it was good, then it was bad. And actually, yeah, the passive income from it, because what I did when I went into property, I decided to move away from Oxfordshire and manage it from a distance. So I got another couple of piano teachers to teach my students. And so that freed up your time. Which freed up my time. So I suppose I leveraged myself out of my existing role, which could be done for anyone else doing a job. They could go part time. Yep. Uh, if you're in business, you could employ someone and you take less money, but it gives you more time to yeah. focus on your new business. And that then worked really well for me. And then I eventually sold that business uh, two years ago. Mm. Pretty much. Was it longer? Yeah, no, it it was longer actually. It feels like a lifetime ago in my head. Yeah, because it was because last year it was January last year, so we're now in 2020. So it's January two years ago. Okay, yeah. And uh, yeah, so sold that, and then. Well, that's when I stopped working as well. January two years ago. Mm. It was. Mm. Oh, there you go. I think so. Yours, yours is quite interesting because it's from the um, sort of being self-employed to being in another business, really, and having to kind of step step away from that in order to to focus more on property we were both well you were contracting weren't you so Mm. you were self-employed as well and I I wasn't I was very much in the nine to five PAYE one thing if you are in the nine to five PAYE one thing I ended up doing well one I was getting up earlier did you guys I I got up a bit earlier on days where I really needed to do stuff because I'm more productive in the morning so I knew that about me so I would get up a bit earlier and do a bit of property stuff weekend for sure Definitely. I got um, heavily involved in property at the weekends more so than in the week because it is hard when you've got other stuff going on. Um, and the other thing I did was use my annual leave. Yeah. I use my annual leave. And what? Sick days? What? Sick days? Uh, oh, yeah. No, 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 <laughs> yeah, I did. No. I would. Or, hang on, inverted commas here, work from home. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did. If you, and this is another thing, you know, bonus for working in the public sector, if you can, a lot of jobs now allow you to work at home. Um, I mean, I'm not encouraging people work to break from the rules. Work from home in inverted brackets. Yes. <laughs> well, actually, I took, a, I took a work from home contract for that reason. Right. So I, uh, when I was working in the city, um, as a contractor, I was on target, so yeah. so I, I I was in the office until tar- target was hit. Yeah. Um. When I d- then I decided to work from home, that meant that I could do my contracting job at the weekend when I didn't need to be in customer facing. Yep. Um. And I did the property stuff during the week. Huh. So I flipped it on its side. So I would do maybe uh, a few hours every morning, um, working on the property stuff. Yeah. When technically they thought I was working on the contracting, but it. It didn't really matter because it was a target-based thing. Right. So it's so it, down it, to was, you. Yeah. To, yeah. So that was about, probably about eight or nine months into property, though, that I decided to do that. Yeah. Okay. So That's I'm nice. just trying to think of any other situations which could arise. So what could people be doing that we can maybe comment on whilst they're getting to property? We've covered quite a lot of bases there. Yeah, there are. I think we've talked about this before on another podcast, but... If you want to do it enough, you build it into your routine. Um, I suppose, oh, but, yeah, oh, oh, Matt's hands, hands up. up, it's serious. You usually just normally interrupt, what's wrong? What's wrong? Are, you feeling, so are you feeling okay? <laughs> I, I'm feeling more polite today. No, I just, just remembered something that we were talking about before we um, started the podcast. He's trying to and read something <laughs> on a bit of paper. And it was, when do you quit your job? And oh, be, yeah. because when you start 
getting into property and you start, and you've got your properties up and running um then you're essentially running two businesses at once which one which is your 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 job or your mm-hmm. business and the other one which is your property now and so you've got more income coming in mm. in theory i don't like what you're doing with your hands but carry on <laughs> and I've then then you get a choice of when to you know, quit your job because some people <laughs> shush <laughs> wax the microphone some people <laughs> Vicious. I'm so sorry. It's, it's normally Joe that does that, or me, <laughs> yeah. and he's a professional. It's a good thing he's I'm not the music a singer. <laughs> I normally sit behind a piano without a microphone. <laughs> My God, couldn't hear you sing. Right, carry on. <clears throat> uh, yeah. So when you when, you when 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 so hmm. do you really want to go and quit it straight away? Because some people are like, "Well, I quit it as soon as possible." Other people will wait. Because they see actually now that I've got income coming in, it can now be my choice because I'm earning so much money because I'm now earning more than I was before. Mm-hmm. As soon as I've quit my job, then I'm obviously freeing up my time but losing that income. So uh, you quite often see it where, where some people suddenly get the choice and they go, well, I'm going to choose to quit my job now. I'm going to choose to go half, half time. Mm. To go exactly. And all of a sudden their, their work realises their true value. And says, well, hang on a minute, why do you want to go? It's like, mm. well, I don't need to be here, I don't have to be here. I think it's having the choice, isn't it? It's good. The people, people then go get um, pay rises. Yeah. Well, I did. I got paid four and a half times as much for being a consultant. Because um, when my successor took over... Do they need over... any, uh, any more consultants? <laughs> to be fair, I think I blew the budget. It was grant funded. I think I absolutely drained them financially. But yeah, no, they bought... Um... I hope you feel bad about that. Oh no, God, I was owed it. It was great. And actually, it was so empowering because it made you realise just what your Those time was truly worth. Those uh, listening. What? <laughs> Those ex-colleagues of Joe's that listening. Oh, they know like, me. so deserve that. <laughs> I deserve that money. No, I did. You know, I did. And I didn't get paid what I should have done when I was working. Part of the reason, again, why I wanted to get this property. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, do you know what? The answer to that... It wasn't really a question, but just a comment to that is, is there's no right or wrong, is there? No. No. You, you just leave when it probably feels right instinctively, probably when financially you can, but also one of the biggest um, motivators is when financially you can't, but you just blooming well have to. Like suddenly finding out you're having a baby, for example, suddenly means you've got to get certain things ready because you have to, right? Mm-hmm. You've got six months to get that shit. That's sorted. what I'm saying. And the same is true with money. If you need to find money, you need to find money. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's just that's what you have to do. So some people, like we know loads of people that have quit their jobs, when they haven't got other income coming in and just done property to get it up and running. It and has to happen. You've got to do it. Yeah. You put your back against the wall. Yeah. I personally, I, you know what, I, I tend to thrive in those situations, but I find them so unbelievably stressful. Totally agree. Don't yeah. want to do it. So I was yeah. a lot safer. I didn't scale back until about, well, I would have been two years. That was exactly two years. Exactly two years into property investing before I actually quit the day job. So hmm. well, my, my job kind of quit for me. Yeah. The contract ended. Yeah. And I was like, no point in getting another one. No. So I just said, no. This is the time. It was forced you to do it. Yeah. 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 There's no right or wrong, is there? Everyone just does it based on the Would you have chosen to quit? Probably not, right? Well, because it was easy. Yes. I was able to do both of them. But in hindsight, uh, it was the right time because I've been able to grow the business a lot more since I quit the day job. Mm. So I would still have grown the business, but just not to the same extent. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think it was probably the right time. Had I been left my own devices, I probably would have stuck it out for another six months, maybe another year. You reckon? Year. Yeah, because it was easy. 
Money was good. I was working from home. Do you know that's I was, the trap? I was isn't complacent. It? I was I was comfortable. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna not name this person, but I've had a conversation with this person very recently, um, and they are juggling lots of different income generating um, activities. Um, one of them is a nine to five day job, and um, they had decided at the end of this year they would be quitting that job, get their bonus, and move on uh, next year. You this know, year or last year. Uh, this year. Oh, sorry, last year. Yeah, 2019. Mm-hmm. God, blimey. Yeah, where's my head at? Um, and then their employer made them employee of the month and uh, then said, um, we're going to give you this month off so you can just take time out and chill and then um, reconsider uh, your plans in the new year and, you know, giving them lots of incentives. And you know what? They nearly did it. They nearly said yes, because it's easy. Mm-hmm. And they ran the idea past me and I just said, don't be stupid because your time is worth more and you need to put that time into building up what it is you've started in property and need to really build up. And I think that how was the best piece of advice. How will you given. do that after the paid month off, right? Yeah. Hell yeah. God. <clears throat> yeah. Not silly, but yeah. Um, so I, I think don't fall into that trap. It's so easy because yeah. um, it's like that comfort zone thing, isn't it? Yeah. So I think you're probably... <laughs> Matt's looking at a that screen. was a conversation killer. <laughs> we just all concentrated on what Matt was doing and forgot that we're here. Anyway, should we wrap this up? I think we should. I think that's where yeah, we're going. I think that's exactly what we need to do. <laughs> Brilliant. So that would be a goodbye from me. It's a goodbye from me. And goodbye from me too. Bye. Bye. Come and jam with us on social media where you can hear more and see more. On Facebook, search Property Jam Podcast. Or you can follow us on Instagram at Property Jam Podcast. Or you can email us at propertyjampodcast at outlook.com. See, See you on the next, next episode. episode.